0: Welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy.
1: And I'm Sydney McElroy. Thank
0: you to Oprah for coming by to introduce me, Justin McElroy.
1: Do you really think if Oprah actually came by to introduce one of us, it would be you?
0: Uh, That's fair. Yeah. Of our life choices, I think Oprah would support yours more, if we're being honest. I'm
1: not saying she would be against either of our life choices. I'm just saying if she could only introduce one of us.
0: Oprah, choose your favorite. Tweet now, Oprah, and vote.
1: <laughs> Oprah, who is definitely listening only, to our podcast Only one every vote week. in
0: this poll will be accepted, and it's Oprah's. If you're not Oprah, don't waste your time. <laughs> so uh, we are going to continue our combo. Uh, yes. Our three. Is this three in a row?
1: Is it? Yes. Yes, yes it, it is. It is. It we is. went
0: from... Uh,
1: I think I'm killing it next week, but that's okay. We'll celebrate CBD
0: this. CBD oil to mm-hmm. placebo effect to Perkins tractors.
1: That's right. I kind of referenced this in our last episode on placebo effect that there was a one of the more influential um, experiments that was done to kind of illustrate the placebo effect was in reference to these things called Perkins tractors, which I didn't know now much I about. Know,
0: I know about this one. Oh I remember these ads from when I was a kid. Oh, boy. Hi, everybody. This is Dan Perkins of Perkins Tractors. I want to <laughs> encourage you to come on down this weekend. we got a big Labor Day sale kicking off. Just want to remind you, the price is going to grow up and the kids are going to grow up. So make sure you get on down to Perkins Tractors and get yourself one of these fine machines. we got 0% financing. No such things as credit here at Perkins Tractors. Come on down. Get one of these bad boys and start <laughs> tracting today. Is that what you do
1: with tractors?
0: Today, Tractin? <laughs> today, he was arrested shortly after. He, he <laughs> I love not... you. I
1: love you for your farming skills, man. Yeah,
0: that's yeah,
1: tracting. That's not the kind of tractor I'm okay. talking about. All right, uh, nor is Dan, per- Dan Perkins. Is that who it was? It <laughs> was Dan. Dan, no, I re- you didn't see those ads.
0: No, he no. used to be after, on after Ballards. R- remember Ballards, though? B
1: B-A- A double
0: L A. RDS, it's, it's true. true we're the best and the test out prices all the rest Ballard's brings the best to you. you
1: yeah nobody outside this area will will know that
0: right it's, it's google I think it was uh, locally Google on. that on YouTube okay. ballard's animated no. intro
1: or don't or just listen to our podcast yeah no, which is definitely it's, it's gonna cute, continue
0: at some point just cute dancing <laughs> pigs sorry I'm not gonna detract from what you're doing anymore
1: now Kaboom! now we're into
0: funds
1: this is really should we just start over now no or? we're not start over okay we're good.
0: gonna keep on tracting. good okay. <laughs>
1: okay i don't mean well, to be is... in
0: listen i don't want to be intractable but i refuse uh, <laughs> to stop i
1: just can't get any traction with this topic there we go <laughs> okay so we're not talking about dan Perkins. We're talking about Elisha Perkins.
0: Right. I'll retract what I said earlier about Dan Perkins.
1: Born in 1741 in Connecticut.
0: It's a beautiful tract of land right there, Connecticut. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. He was trained in medicine by his father, also mm-hmm. Dr. Perkins. Okay. Respected physician of the time, of the era, of the region. And um, he initially started practicing, I mean, the typical medicine of the day. I'm not going to say legitimate high-quality medicine because that was hard to come by
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the early 1800s. Sure. However, it was the accepted medical practice of the day. Right. right? As legitimate as it got back then. Fair enough. He had an interest in teaching and he had a huge practice and he started contributing to the local academy and he was making a name for himself. Doing doing Daddy Dr. Perkins proud. All right. Okay. That was how he started out. Uh, His patients were very high profile. He took care of several members of Congress. Mm. But Dr. Perkins, the younger, was not satisfied with mere goodness. He sought greatness. And in this time, in order to be considered a really great physician, you had to do something more than just like take really good care of the people where you practice. You had to make something OK. You know, find a cure, create a new treatment. Pro- progress. Yes. Was cre- the
0: metric of success.
1: Exactly. Make a device. Do something, something that you could name after yourself and that would leave leave its mark on the rest of medical history so that someday. Dr. Sidney Macroy can make a podcast about it. <laughs> so beautiful uh he he based his his invention on some observations that he made during a surgical procedure he noticed that when he touched muscle fibers with metal instruments that they seemed to contract like okay. the muscle twitched when he touched it with the metal instruments he and he started to repeat this with wooden substances and other materials and things you know cloth whatever and it didn't seem to react the same way. So he began to theorize that there was something in the metal that had an effect on the human body okay. that wasn't present in other substances. That metal had this like unique influence on oh. our body. Okay. Right? Because yes. he observed that. He paired this with an observation he made during a tooth extraction that I and I find this observation unlikely. However, this is his recorded finding that he based his Future Experiments, Bond, that when he separated the gum from the tooth using a metal scalpel, ah. the pain seemed to go away. Booker. I have to assume that the patient passed out at this yeah, are point. Yeah,
0: and they went a shock
1: And so this is why they weren't reporting pain whatever the situation was he thought that something in the metal blade some some property that is intrinsic to the metal completely eliminated the pain that the patient should have been feeling during the procedure okay so um and finally he had an observation that if he took a metal instrument and just placed it. He was about to remove a tumor, which uh, at the time, tumor would have been used for any kind of growth or anything underneath the skin that you couldn't tell what it was. Okay. So who knows Fatty what he was deposit removing. deposit or skin Yeah, some, or... some sort of mass under the skin he was removing. And he just, and it was inflamed. This was an enlarged, inflamed mass. And he just laid the scalpel blade on top of it. And the patient claimed all the pain vanished from just laying the metal blade on top of it, even before he actually excise the tumor and that somehow just even touching the metal to the skin made the pain go away so from all this from these observations true or not he created an instrument he tried various kinds of metal um he tried to you know make like different compounds and apply them to painful places on patients Mm -hmm. a weird dr seuss thing that that we're doing here right uh and and to see what like what what would relieve the pain better which compound was the best what kind of metal and eventually he arrived at a specific alloy that he found most effective so he had these metal prongs and he would lay them on people and he claimed that they could relieve pain and on in 1795 he took all these findings and his new instrument and he presented it to the Connecticut Medical Society and said look at what i have created there it's metal that makes your pain go away it's metal that can heal you everybody was kind of confused a lot of them were quite skeptical and a few of them were completely outraged and you know immediately decried this this invention Uh, it sounded a lot like animal magnetism which we've done a
0: show about before and that one was real right no it wasn't that
1: one was not at all and this this seemed to echo that and at this point everybody kind of had decided that animal magnetism was fake Mm -hmm. and so since this was sort of similar to that concept a lot of a lot of doctors were very kind of scandalized by its presentation like Mm -hmm. oh now Dr. Perkins we kind of thought you were a real like a real one like an actual doctor and now it seems like kind of you're into this fake stuff and now we're all a little outraged but the overall opinion and this is i think this is very typical for doctors when you hear about somebody doing like they say something and you think well that seems completely outrageous and i think you're full of it instead of saying that to their colleague they said we think we need some more evidence of this dr perkins so why don't you go back to connecticut and well he's in connecticut go back to your home and Work on it some more and bring us some more results and let us know when you figured some more out.
0: You're joking, but that's probably the healthiest place for you to be, right? You don't want to dismiss new stuff out of hand, but you also don't want to immediately accept things without proper proof, right?
1: I think generally speaking, that's probably the best place to be. I think if a guy comes to you with a piece of metal and says, if I lay it on your tumor, your pain goes away, I'd be a little suspicious.
0: Well... People were probably very suspicious uh, the first time someone told them that a tiny droplet of an herb in a thousand percent solution of water could cure their arthritis. And then look where we are now. It doesn't. It doesn't.
1: (laughs) Uh, Dr. Perkins, I would I don't know what his mood was at this point in history. I don't have evidence to tell me how he felt about his presentation to the Connecticut Medical Society. But I do know what he did. And what he did was say, "Well, screw those guys. I need to make some cash."
0: Yeah, I need to get paid.
1: So on February get it 19th, on <laughs> on February 19th, 1796, he patented what from henceforth will be known as Perkins tractors. They were two three-inch metal rods with a point at the end, like rounded at one end and pointy at the other. Okay. Uh, he claimed that they were made of some unusual metal alloys that were very specialized mm. and secretive, and he couldn't tell you everything. But trust me, they're the best. They're the best metals that have unique healing properties. Uh, they were probably actually just brass and steel. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and once but you'll he, never
0: know. It's been lost to history because they're so secretive.
1: Once he patented them, so that nobody else could steal this really a plus idea. Uh, he began using them to, as he put it, draw off the noxious electrical fluid that lay at the root of suffering. Perfect. So basically any pain that you had, he felt he could remove the essence of the pain from your body by simply placing these metal tractors on your skin and, and sometimes moving them in certain patterns. Sometimes you had to actually move them around, but, but please know they're not doing anything to you. These aren't, I mean, he's not cutting anything out. He's not stimulating it's your skin in any special way with them. He's just, just kinda, they're just, he's just putting them on you and maybe moving them about a bit and, and <laughs> calling with, it a day. with that, he could cure. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: was this a, a home treatment that you could like buy one of these things and do it yourself or is it you had to go get the treatment from like a licensed professional?
1: Initially, you had to go get the treatment from a licensed professional, but then he started selling them for about $25 a pair.
0: You know how they sell the LASIK? It's pretty pricey you know for 17 yeah, dollars okay. You know how they sell the LASIK machines because they were like, well, anybody <laughs> can do this. This is actually fine. We'll just sell you the machine. I don't know why you're even coming in. This is kind of like that. Sure. It's like, we'll just sell you this highly sophisticated medical thing because it's real and (laughs) you should be able to handle it. You can do it yourself. You can do it yourself.
1: For only $25 a pair. So so he began selling these and he he said that they could treat any pain complaint, including these are just some of the things that you could get treated with your Perkins tractors. Rheumatism, gout, eye inflammation, erysipelas, pleurisy, tetters, seizures, lockjaw, jaw, bruises, sprains, tumors, burns, headaches, toothaches, earaches, backaches, arm pain, leg pain, breast pain, side pain, and skin conditions. Can Any. somebody
0: please stitch together all of those that Sydney has ever done and just make <laughs> one huge, like, this can, this can treat, then goes on for four minutes.
1: And then we just need to make up a medication and start yeah. selling it. We'll be billionaires.
0: Cures are all. Quickly. Here, I'll um, give some audio for the beginning. <laughs> Cures <laughs> are all <laughs> is a real medicine and it can treat. And then we'll just we'll list just all. we us just do that. Yeah.
1: Uh, by the way, I didn't know what tetters were. tetters. Tetters. I looked this Sounds up. Sounds like
0: an old timey name for a real thing that we don't use anymore. Like, uh, like how people call it their nerves. You know? When yeah. They, Although people definitely
1: still use nerves, yeah, but yeah, I it I think it I've never heard it used in common practice, but it's a, a like a colloquial term for any any skin condition that has vesicles, like little uh, fluid-filled blisters, mm-hmm. and and is itchy and is red. So it could be like eczema or ringworm or psoriasis. So anyway, just in case you're curious, I didn't know what tatters was. I had to look it up. So with his device safely patented. Perkins began touring the country to market it and sell it before I guess the Connecticut Medical Society or anybody else could stop him
0: yeah stay one step ahead of the law like all great medicine
1: <laughs> so he started out in Philadelphia where Congress happened to be meeting at the time and it went over uh, it was great in Philadelphia
0: oh they're wild for
1: it there Philly loved it yes yeah. uh he sold the patent to make it in Philadelphia I'm guessing like you could sell the patent to different places to, like, make it there.
0: If you're doing something uh, at this time period, it sounds like you can do whatever the heck you want.
1: Yeah, I think you can do anything. It was the board of the Almshouse. He sold it to them so they could begin making the tractors and selling them there in Philadelphia. And he began to treat members of Congress with it. That's a great way to raise the profile of your fake medical device, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they were crazy about it. Even George Washington bought a pair Of Perkins metal tractors
0: wow Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: so did uh, the Supreme Court uh, justice Chief Justice Oliver Ellsworth bought some and then wrote a letter of introduction for him to John Marshall saying listen (gasps) Perkins is an a-okay dude and his tractors are great and you should tell all your friends and family about it and he doesn't say like don't give him any trouble It's just like a, this is fine, trust me, this is fine kind of letter. (laughs) Which, I don't know, I mean, like a letter of introduction, that's kind of, you don't do a lot of that anymore. It's like an outdated, you know what I mean?
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, Also, to explain why I was so excited, John Marshall, obviously, if you don't know, is the namesake of Marshall University, the alma mater of both the hosts of this program, Mm -hmm. Uh, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Yes. Uh, and uh, Statue.
1: And a statue. Definitely a statue. <laughs> <He's> a <laughs> That's statue only, Most virtual. notably, a statue. Most notably,
0: known for his work as a statue.
1: <laughs> On campus. Where Riley is right now.
0: Yeah. Aw. That has nothing to do that with me. That has nothing
1: me. to do with anything. Anyway, he wasn't satisfied with the U.S., though, Perkins. That's not enough. No. Why Why just sell something here when you could sell it other places, too? So he sent his son, Benjamin Perkins, Ben Perkins, <clears throat> He, who had just graduated from Yale, to go set up shop in London uh, in the, actually the former home of uh, one, another famous doctor, John Hunter, and sell his tractors there. His real tractors. Mm-hmm. So he would see patients in the morning there, uh, Ben Perkins, this now the son, mm-hmm. in, in this place in London. He set up shop and he would have people come in. He would see them. Definitely whatever was wrong with them would be treated with the tractors, oh, good. of course. You're in luck. I have these tractors they treat that whatever that is.
0: This is tractor friendly.
1: Then he would sell them tractors. And then he would go do home visits all afternoon and evening to sell more tractors. They were 5 guineas a pair.
0: Wow. So in in London. So that is compared to the price
1: I'm assuming that's like that would have been equivalent to the 25 US at the time. I mean
0: I time? I ha- you have to uh, uh, I don't know uh, imagine I mean yeah. some um how much was a guinea? It was a they, they don't use this coin anymore, so who knows? It's about a pound a shin and a shilling. So about wow. So five like pounds, six. Five pa- shillings. So like I mean going by today's exchange rates it's like what, like seven fifty? Yeah. Man, y'all getting a deal.
1: <laughs> well, but who knows what the what the exchange rate was the pound of the dollar in
0: I mean yeah, maybe Post- I guess.
1: Revolutionary war.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair that yeah, who knows? I don't who, who knows. knows? Anyway,
1: know. that's not the purpose of this podcast. So Benjamin Perkins selling his tractors, making a name for his father all, all, all over London, and he published this don't is the tweet thing tweeted us,
0: by the way, about that. I don't care. I do. Okay, tweet it Sydney. <laughs> tweeted me.
1: I think it's interesting. Uh he then published and this is the thing you need to know about Ben Perkins, if you don't remember anything else dude can name a book okay he is if we if we write another book this is who we should go to for the title i mean he's not with us anymore but if we could
0: if we can channel him
1: yes he published The influence of metallic tractors on the human body in removing various painful inflammatory diseases such as rheumatism, pleurisy, some gouty affections, etc., etc., lately discovered by Dr. Perkins of North America and demonstrated in a series of experiments and observations by Professor Miggs Woodward, Rogers, etc., etc., by which the importance of the discovery is fully ascertained and a new field of inquiry opened in the modern science of galvanism or animal electricity by Benjamin Douglas Perkins, A.M., son of the discoverer.
0: And it says here, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> it says that
1: at the end. These are the best named books. It, there's more.
0: Just uh, wait. There's more. There's more? But there's, first. I, oh, no. Let's head to the billing department. Oh, this one hurts. Okay, let's go. High quality chef crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some southwestern style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl. Is 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 part of my plan? Um, but they got like fancy. Stuff. Listen, to this. we are you going to get? This truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously, from 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 a a box. Uh, And the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to Factormeals.com slash Sawbones50 and use code Sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code Sawbones50 at Factormeals.com slash Sawbones50 to get 50% off. Now, Sydney, you were, I would say, teasing me with some other great titles that Ben has worked up, and I hope you've got some of those in store for me. So let
1: me just say at this point, Ben Perkins' sales pitch is working really well overseas. Uh, the use of uh, Perkins tractors has earned its own s- field of study of science, Perkinism. Mm. There are many enthusiastic followers now. It's of sure to hold Perkinism. up well to
0: that level of scrutiny.
1: Yeah, once once it has a name, it's real, right? Yeah, it's you real. Just, it's Perkinism. That's it. That's uh. That's what homeopathy did. It's got a name. It's real now, right? Bachanism. Uh. Now, obviously, there were some doctors who began to, you know, fight against this. There were doctors speaking out. I don't want to say that everybody was, like, just going with the flow. There were people who were saying, uh, listen, you, this can't be real. This doesn't make any sense. And also, how in the world do you expect us to trust you when you're making the device, you're selling the device, and you're saying everything can be treated with the device, and you profit off of that? Mm-hmm. That seems ethically weird questionable but he had a lot of people jumping to his defense every time somebody questioned him there were doctors uh there were the heads of various medical societies as well as jonathan trumbull the governor governor of connecticut um josiah meigs was a yale professor who wrote very influentially uh, influentially about how they were used on his son um and that they were he also mentioned, by the way, that they were great for pain and picking up walnuts. Well, I don't know why that was mentioned, but they're
0: great for picking up walnuts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> medical tractors. I know, but
0: like <laughs> pain and. And math. if it turns out this isn't real, the good news is you can pick up walnuts. your walnut problems are solved.
1: <laughs> I wonder if we could use them on the chestnuts out in the yard with the spiky things on
0: them. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe they'd be good for that. Chestnut, hey, folks, chestnut tree, when you get it, if you buy a house with chestnut tree in it, it's going to seem real charming and like a real nice chestnut roasting on the open fire, what have you. Folks, there is nothing sharper on this earth than the husk surrounding chestnuts.
1: Yeah, they, they're they're like they're these balls of hypodermic needles that fall from the trees over your children's swing set.
0: It's a miserable plague. <laughs> chestnut trees are a miserable plague. And I think, dare I say it? earth would be better if we uprooted all of them and burned oh, them in a big fire
1: no well don't say that because maybe you would love our house with this beautiful chestnut hey, out back to y- buy are you someday. in the mood for a
0: house <laughs> 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 do you like chestnuts they'll go through your shoes Oh, and by the way through your shoes even cooking them is a
1: giant pain in the butt anyway
0: oh. anyway
1: this there. is not about chestnuts so uh Ben is still he he was really Ben Perkins is really the reason these got so successful. Oh, I mean Elisha grind. made him. Of course, he was the creator, the inventor. But uh, Ben was not satisfied with one book. He he published another one. Um every time like there were they were called into practice, he just published more books to like prove that they were working. So this one was experiments with with the metallic tractors in rheumatism and gouty affections, inflammations and various tropical diseases as published by surgeons Herholt and Roft Translated into German by Professor Toad, thence into English by Mr. Charles Kampfmuller. Also reports demonstrating the efficacy of the metallic practice edited by Benjamin Douglas Perkins, son of the discoverer.
0: That's a good... I always got to
1: get that, son of the discoverer on
0: there.
1: Uh, They got really hot in Denmark when the wife of a U.S. diplomat took them with her there and started telling everybody about them. And she was very popular, so everybody... Liked whatever she was doing and wanted to do it too. So, like for a while, Perkinism really took off in Denmark.
0: It's very hot.
1: Yeah, it was very hot in Denmark. Um, some people also began using them on animals. And it was uh in that book that I just mentioned, it was also noted they seem to work better on horses than cows and sheep. Okay. How you could tell. Sure. I don't know.
0: Um just ask the horses. Just ask the horses.
1: Well, at this point, the Connecticut Medical Society, I guess, realized he wasn't coming back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anybody
1: anybody <laughs> seen Elisha lately? It has
0: been adjourned for that long.
1: Where did old Dr. Perkins the Elder go? Well, I don't know, but you should see what his son's doing in London. <laughs> um, they were still waiting to hear back. He, he, they didn't hear back. So they met in May of that year and passed a resolution that basically says uh, this is fake. And this is very dangerous, what he's doing. And we're very angry about it. And we basically say that this is um, disgraceful to the faculty and, delu- and delusive to the ignorant. Um, and that we're going to expel him from the Connecticut Medical Society. And he's, he called it, they called it delusive quackery. <coughs> so quackery, they, they announced it.
0: Yeah, but that's just like their opinion, man.
1: Sure. Sure. And I don't know that everybody all over the world was listening to the Connecticut Medical Society's opinion.
0: Maybe they nobody. Should have been. Yeah. they, Yeah. They were. They were. They they may have something. But also, I'd like to hear some more about <laughs> these cool walnut grabbing things that can fix my arthritis.
1: Um. Th- so he was expelled. They even talked about how awful it was. People were selling their horse and carriages to pay for these tractors.
0: Which is ironic, because once they had a tractor, they wouldn't need the horses anymore. Because.
1: <laughs> no, wrong. If it was
0: still for. Wrong, kind of. There was a. It's a different tractor. You see, I.
1: I thought we'd already established.
0: But if. I mean.
1: These are definitely different tractors. Yes. Yes. But. Yes. No. Anyway. So, uh, the tractors are really hot. Ben Perkins is just selling the heck out of him overseas in the u s Things are starting to get a little shaky mm-hmm. and then
0: John law, John science is <laughs> starting to catch yeah. up with them
1: uh and then Dr. Perkins the elder um turns his attentions elsewhere because in seventeen ninety eight yellow fever is ravaging the United States. Did you know that?
0: Uh, yeah. back in the day? yeah,
1: I think we've said that before. Yellow fever used to be a problem in the mm-hmm. u s. Uh, As did malaria. Um, And Dr. Perkins wanted to be part of the fight against yellow fever. And so he actually, he didn't use his tractors for this. He did not. He had his own mixture that he thought would be helpful with yellow fever because he had used it in the past for dysentery. And he thought that this was... uh, Maybe going to be, although I don't think it was successful with dysentery. I don't know why he thought yellow fever was going to be the ticket, but he tried anyway. He, had, he made this mixture of vinegar and baking soda and hot water and administered it to people thinking it would cure them of their yellow fever. Uh, he went to Connecticut, but by then the epidemic was already kind of waning. So he went to Massachusetts and it was already starting to wane there. So he finally caught up with like the height of the epidemic in New York in the summer of 1799. He began using his new treatment I don't know that it actually did any good. And unfortunately, while he was trying to administer help to the suffering, he succumbed to yellow fever in the fall of that year. Which I only mention, before you give me a hard time, because the tractors didn't stop.
0: Tractors? No, that wasn't the end of it? No,
1: because Ben Perkins is still overseas doing his, like like reclaiming his father's legacy by selling these... These tractors. He <laughs> patented the tractors in London. He wrote more books. He started the Perkinian Institute.
0: The Perkinian Institute?
1: <laughs> yes, the Perkinian Institute dedicated to the study and, and furthering of the science this, of... Um,
0: the the, the not-so-careful studying of... <laughs> <laughs> the very... Of these
1: pieces of metal that will fix you. Um, Benjamin Franklin's son sat on the board of the Perkinian Institute. Really? It was the nicest medical building in London. It far out, out shown the hospitals of the time. It was a, They had a lot of money. They were selling useless things to people and people were buying them in droves. And you can read in some of these books, you'll read like these um, uh, claims by people who had been treated by them, who will say like, I know they work for me. And there was even like an account of a woman who was like, I had this horrible bruise, and my friend brought the tractors over and put them over the bruise, and she swore the bruise was gone afterwards. I kind of thought it was still there, but she says it's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of claim. Yeah,
0: which specious you know. at best.
1: Anyway, this is where Doctor John Haygarth of Bath comes in, and this is where this intersects with placebo
0: theory. Bath is lovely.
1: Bath is lovely.
0: We spent we spent an, a lovely week there once mm-hmm. before we had kids. <laughs> It wasn't lovely just because our kids weren't there. But that didn't hurt, I would say. Uh, It's a lovely area. It is lovely. paying tribute to Bath, which is lovely.
1: Well, Dr. John Haygarth, uh, he decided he was going to look into these tractors by creating some wooden tractors that looked as if they were identical to the metal tractors. They looked like they were made out of metal, but they were actually made out of wood. And he began treating patients with the wooden tractors the same way that they were being treated with metal tractors. And what he found is that they all responded the same. Hmm. Either it worked or it didn't, no matter what they were using. And basically he said, you know, this. all you had to do, actually he said this, all you have to do is tell them how well it's working while you're using it, and it works. Wow, that's it? Yeah, just hold the tractors over them, and no matter what they're made out (laughs) of, you just say, look how great this is working. These are so wonderful. Do you know how many people these cured? Have you read the books? (laughs) And basically at the end, the patients responded or they didn't but it was the same no matter what and so that kind of undid the theory that the metal was the thing curing people because obviously it didn't matter and people began to talk about the placebo effect and that was last week's episode just so you know ben perkins made one last effort to refute this with one last great great book the
0: last of his trilogy the last
1: (laughs) I think there were more in there Uh, new cases of practice with Perkins patent metallic tractors on the human body and on animals but especially on infants and horses chiefly from the clerical and medical professions with a confutation of every attack upon the metallic practice
0: I don't care you can't have a phrase like but especially on infants and horses in any (laughs) context in the English like I cannot think of a, of, a, of, a, of a context in which, but especially on infants and horses, that like, <laughs> unless know. it's like, diapers look cute, especially on infants and horses.
1: Wait, do they look cute on horses, though?
0: They can be cute. I mean, no, you're no, right. They don't. No, don't. okay, um, I, I stand corrected. I don't want to see diapers on
1: horses. I don't have any problem with horses. But I just don't want to see them on diapers. especially on
0: infants and horses.
1: Yeah. Uh, Despite this last gasp effort from Perkins the Younger, um, this this was kind of the end yeah. of the of the tractors. They well, had a good run. They they really started to fall out of favor. The Perkinian Institute closed, and people in Denmark weren't using them anymore. And everybody in the UK was kind of up to the up to what was going on in the US. There were enough people yelling about it that. And that was kind of the end. Uh, everybody had decided that they were probably fake and we should probably start using them. Um, ben Perkins hightailed it back to New York with like $50,000 in profit, which, again, probably a lot for the time. Good, yeah. yeah. Seems good. And he went into publishing because obviously that's where his talent
0: <laughs> <laughs> truly
1: <laughs> lied all along. And that was the end of Perkins Tractors.
0: Well, Congratulations. Uh, to to Perkins, he had a good run of it. I think, made a lot of money,
1: mm-hmm. helped
0: a lot of people, and yeah. I think we can all agree that this is a great success.
1: I mean, he thought he did. They thought he did. Somebody thought he did.
0: And yet, you, Doctor Mackerel, remain seem to remain unconvinced <laughs> of the power of Perkins tractors. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they were fake. They didn't work. I don't worry, little lady. We got some pink ones for <laughs> you too here in the back. Perkins tractors take care of guys, girls. We don't care. We got tractors in every color of the rainbow. Well, well, I think we're done. I think we're all out of time. Hey, no, I let me. I hold on. I got to. Have I you heard
1: the good a, news? I got your, some tracks here for do you. Your thank you. I'm kind of an outsider. Tell, tell people about our website and whatnot. <laughs> do, do your thing there.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, he starts witnessing about the gospel of Jesus Christ if you let him keep going. That's oh. the character eventually. Okay. He's staunchly conservative All and right. well, a deeply faithful person.
1: I think, I think this, can, this needs a little more
0: work. I'm going to take it back to the woodshed. Okay. All right. Uh, thank <laughs> you so much for listening to our program. Uh, if you uh, want to listen to more episodes of the show, you could subscribe on a podcast platform of your choice or on itunes which is also a great place to leave a review if you don't mind that actually really really helps us out so if you not have not done that please do so also we have a book coming out july was uh last month that's not when it's and coming next out. month is september and then after that is october and that is defo when the <laughs> book is coming out you can go to bit.ly forward slash the sawbones book to uh, pre-order it, and uh, also we're going to be doing a signing and talk at the uh, Tribeca uh, uh, Barnes and Noble store. Uh, that is going to be on October seventeenth. Uh, you can get details about that on our uh, Facebook page of of Sawbones. Um, so you can go uh, enjoy that, and we hope that you can make it out for that. All you got to do is buy the book on that day. If you buy the book that day, then you uh, you uh, can come to that signing and the talk, and it'll be oodles of fun. So uh, thanks to taxpayers for the use of their song, Medicines, as the intro and outro of our program. And thanks to you for listening. We appreciate you very much, and we hope you have enjoyed yourself. But. Until next week, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. All right. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.